I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Schedule's kind of shaken out, so we bring in super friend of the show, Brian Anderson. He is on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. B.A., how are you? What's up, buddy? Uh, boys, I'm doing good. Are, are, are you trying to get me on before the bomb cyclone hits? That's what we're that's, hearing. Yeah, that's what it is, especially after the cyclone that hit by you. I don't want you to have to deal with a second one. No kidding. Well, no, but I, this is what I will tell you. Before I knew anything about this storm, this was a few days ago, um, I was watching the local weather down here. And interestingly enough, they were talking about how it could be really cold for, uh, you know, for Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day. And I saw that they had the the wind chill temperatures for Christmas day uh, or Christmas Eve down here is going to be 32. The Christmas morning wind chill uh, feel like temperature is going to be 27. Ooh, are you going to be okay? Myself, are you going to be all right? Well, no, 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 no. If you let me finish, Andy, <laughs> I will get to the whole point. When I saw that, this is my, my life, first man. thought was, oh, my gosh, what is it going to be like back home? And so I went and looked, and, and then, of course, at that point, saw what was uh, what was coming. So you guys better batten down the hatchets. And I'll tell you what, that's going to make for an interesting Browns game, too. All I know is there was an Outback Bowl in Tampa one year. Ohio State was down there. Man, it was I, I, I want to say there was frost on the ground in Tampa on New Year's Day. It was brutal down there. Well, it, well it, it's crazy, too, because those temperatures throw – this region of the country and this particular state into a tizzy. I mean, it, it, it is it is really funny how the, the people talk about what this weekend is going to be like, and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, Browns are going to kick off. It's going to be ten below wind chill uh, and playing football, and, and with what you guys have to deal with all winter is nothing, you know, like, like that down here, obviously. But they just cannot handle it. What's a snow day there? <laughs> you know what? Uh, gosh, what is a snow day? Maybe, maybe uh, 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 an imminent hurricane where, yeah, where they're guess. evacuating. And I mean, they, they would they would send you out. I mean, they did that this past year, yeah. where we had the hurricane uh, coming in that that uh, a lot of the schools you know were off a couple of days before that. Hmm. Um, your thoughts on the Browns right now? I mean, I, we were talking about where is the bar in the right spot? You know, you're like, okay, your quarterback didn't play for the first eleven games. He's played three weeks now. He's getting a little bit better every week. Where, where are we at on this thing? If they finish nine and eight, are you going to be happy? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you of course you'd be thrilled because they they won out. Now the problem with that is, if they finish nine and eight, you're going to look back at the what ifs. You're going to look back at that Jets game. You're going to look back at the Chargers trying to gift wrap you a game. 
you're going to look back at some real missed opportunities. And I know that when people say things like that, my first thought is every team can look back at missed opportunities. But, but like the Jets game was that, that's a, that game's over. You're up two touchdowns, uh, you know, with, with a minute and a half to play or, or whatever it was. Forget the win probability. That is a game. That's not a game that, that well, it could have. No, that's a win. That, that's 10 and 7, you know, if you were to finish 9 and 8. And, you know, obviously some other missed opportunities. But, I, you know, you'd be thrilled for that to, to, to be the case. But then you'd look back and say, man, this team still should have been in the playoffs. See, and it's funny you bring that up, B.A., because the Chargers game upsets me more than the Jets game does because I just look at the Jets game and go, well, that's, I mean, that's just a, a luck-filled calamity that just took place on a field. The Chargers one is the one where, like, Brandon Staley was like, no, no, really, I want you to win this game. And they just were like, no, 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 no I insist, you win. That's the one yeah. that infuriates me. No, I, I get it. And that's the one game that I missed. You know, that was the morning after the Guardians knocked the Rays out of the playoffs. And we were flying out of Burke Lakefront Airport Sunday morning. You know, you obviously, you don't know if you're going to win or lose that game on Saturday, so there are no flights uh, to, be, to be made or to be had. So Guardians end up knocking the Rays out. We have to sit around you know, Cleveland all day on Saturday and then get up that next Sunday morning and, uh, you know, and, and, and fly out. And so we were staying at three different hotels, and I remember telling our traveling secretary, uh, the pickup time, I'm like, that might not be a very good pickup time because Browns have a home game tomorrow against the Chargers. Downtown is going to be streaming with people. And if you're trying to coordinate big bus pickups at three different hotels downtown, that's probably not going to work. And so we switched our times around. But all that to say, we literally, I think we took off around close to two because at that point, Chubb had that big long run early, saw that then got on the bus, was streaming it, saw the next touchdown, the big lead, and then, and then that was it. We took off, and by the time we landed, because we were flying uh, just a regular commercial airplane, it wasn't our normal plane, and the Wi-Fi was down, had no idea what happened to that game until we landed, and then was just living, of course. B.A., a lot of talk this week that if the Browns do win out or they can you know, look very successful over the next three games – um, Mike Prefer, Joe Woods could be safe. What do you think about that? You, what are you doing with your defensive coordinator and special teams coach? Ooh, I mean, again, the the season is not over. I mean, you, you play it all the way out and, uh, um, you know, see how it ends. The the thing that I don't understand is, is, you know, this isn't Joe Woods' first rodeo and these guys have been playing together. You know, I know there are some, some new faces here or there, but the, the miscommunications – you know, early in the season, just the, the, the complete breakdowns across the board. I, I would think, I would have thought a couple of weeks ago that there was no way that he was going to be able to, to, to save his job. And are these last three games, you know, is, is that what you're going to base it off of? I mean, if, if, he's, if he's potentially safe today, are you saying if they shut down the Saints because they're, they're, you know, a real power and you shut down the next couple of teams, is that going to be enough? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really like to – you know, comment on, on stuff like that when I don't, you know, have all of the information and I haven't probably studied it as, as much as, as other guys have, but, you know, certainly, certainly some things need to change. There's no doubt about that because I think for, for the names on the back of the jerseys and all of the talent that you're excited about on the defensive side of the ball, you have to say that they've completely underachieved. 
and that has to, you know that has to fall somewhere. Most of it's going to be on the players for not getting the job done. But if schematically it's uh, it's a mess, then you know I'm sure some people much higher up the food chain than me will make those decisions. Brian Anderson, former Indian starting pitcher, current Rays color TV analyst, former Brown season ticket holder as well, hosted a Brown show up here at one point on top of that. Joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, how concerned are you about Cade York? Oh, I, I, I very. I, I mean, I shouldn't say very. Um, let's just say this. When he, you know, he was obviously drafted high uh, for a kicker. And when he banged that game winner through against the Panthers and was anointed the savior, you know, that, that was like, you, you, you know, crunch time, an absolute bomb, distance to spare, and he was anointed. He was anointed right there, and you're still thinking, okay, maybe. I mean, maybe we saw the season before with the, the, the Bengals kicker, McPherson. He didn't, you know, he was absolute nails all year. So, yeah, maybe. Let, we'll see. But, boy, you've seen some really bad misses, too. I mean, you've seen some really bad misses. You know, we go back to that Jets game, the extra point. That was a killer. Um, and, you know, some of these others as the season has gone on. So, I think you're absolutely, you know, concerned, especially if you're a Cleveland fan. Certainly has the leg strength. There's no question about that. Now it's just a matter of getting that, um, you know, getting into a rhythm, the ice water in the veins, and being able to go out there and uh, and and pop kicks through. I thought it, you know, it was very interesting, and I know that we were we were going back and forth about that barn burner of a game last weekend against the Ravens, and uh, you know, I remember Justin Tucker. I mean, this guy is beyond. He's best kicker in NFL history, and that's why we were talking. If you're gonna if he's going to miss two kicks in a game, that, that's a game you cannot lose because uh, you don't see that very often. And, and you think about what he brings, uh, you know, to that team and how important it is playing in the weather you're going to play in, playing close games. You need that, you know, that field goal kicker is, is huge, just a huge advantage if you've got a guy that you can count on. And right now, that's not the case with k York. Not that it couldn't be, but right now that's not the case. Uh, B.A., I'm not going to throw out the numbers that you made while you played, but how much more money do you think you would have made if you would have played now compared to what you oh. made? Oh, oh it's, it, I mean, it, I'll, it, even, it, I'll it, say it, you made you barely made $100,000 your first year in the league, in the bigs. Listen, it is it would be it would be absurd how much money you, I, that anybody could, could make nowadays. You know, what, what is really interesting is you're seeing good relievers, not great relievers, not, you know, shut down closers. You're seeing good relievers getting seven and a half to nine million a year. Just for, they're, they're going to pitch a couple innings a week. I mean, they're not even long men. And they're getting two-year, $15 million contracts, and they're your seventh inning guy. It's, it's, it is the money that's being thrown out there. And on top of that, in some cases, even the years, like Carlos Correa, 13 years. Now, I know it's down to 12 with the Mets, but, but initially 13 years. I, it's, it is absolute absurdity. I mean, it is, it is crazy season in baseball. But, hey, listen, God bless these players that can go out there and, uh, you know, and, and get that kind of money. But it is, it is eye-opening. I mean, really eye-opening. What do you make out of that whole thing that, like, the Giants did the medical and did the physical and then we're kind of – hesitant for half a second and then scott boris went oh you were hesitant okay here's the mets contract well you know what or was it the giants you know they they 
sign them to or agree to terms, 13 years, $350 million, and all of a sudden wake up the next morning like, what did we just do? <laughs> I mean, when you're, when you're talking about spending that kind of money, first of all, Correa's almost 29 years old, 28, 29. So you're going to sign them through, you know, 41, age 41 season. Um, you know, he's probably a little bit too big. Uh, he, he, you know, is he going to be able to last playing shortstop? Uh, again, with that kind of money, you're talking about a guy like you give that money to Judge. You know, Aaron Judge is going to put butts in the seats. He's a legacy Yankee. You know, he just had a career year, um, an epic all-time year. You know, for the American League especially. But Carlos Correa, does he move the needle? I mean, does he make your team better? Sure. But does he 13 years, 350 million, 12 years, 315 million move the needle that much? Um, you know, I, I really think that it was the Giants just kind of reading the tea leaves and putting the, you know, licking the finger and putting it out into the wind and realizing, you know what, this is not a really smart decision. It's not like he's going to make that big of a difference for that team in that division when you've got the Padres and you've got the Dodgers completely loaded up, why in the world put all your eggs in that one basket? That's not, you know, he's not going to get the job done. He's, he's not going to move the needle enough. So I think that was just buyer's remorse on their, on their part. And then the Mets, you've got Steve Cohen, who just apparently prints money in his basement, and he's just going to fire it out there and, you know, go for it. Uh, you know, the, obviously they're, they're completely loaded. So that, that made a little bit more sense, too, because, you can put him over at third base, and then you've got Francisco Lindor at short. They're buddies. He's going to age better at third than he would at shortstop, so it makes a little bit more sense there. But I think that was the Giants just waking up and wondering what in the world they just did. Farhan waking up and going, looking at the the uh, online bank account and going, man, did I really spend 250 bucks at the Palm? How the yeah. hell did no. I hit 300 at the Bellagio? Yeah, I, I mean that. Well, and the thing was, is people were screaming about that nationally. Uh, that what a bad deal that was, and I really think that the the Giants front office heard them and said, "How can we weasel our way out of here?" And the the best way that you can do it, find something you don't like in the medicals, and that's what they went with. On on top of that, when they when they did announce that they had found something they didn't like, and it was more than the back. You know, when they put that in there, that was just, you, you talk about burning the bridge, because now there's no trust. Now there's no trust. They, they, they've gone in depth on, uh, you know, what they didn't, didn't like, and I think that was just their way of sabotaging the deal and trying to get out of it, because it was money poorly spent. B.A., as always, you know, we love talking to you. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. Uh, I won't talk. I'll probably text you during the game, I'm sure. But uh, have a great week, and uh, I look forward to talking to you in the new year, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Happy holidays to the family. Yep, yep. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to everybody out there, and we will uh, we will talk soon. All right. Brian Anderson, super friend of the show, on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.